everybody, and welcome to the game room, the grunting podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Michael McLeod, and joining me today, as always, is going to be, <clears throat> geez, grunt to grunt, Jonathan Whirly Bird Duffer. How you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Little little throat scratchy, and what? Dwight Robinson. Amazing as usual. <laughs> Amazing as usual. Of course. Mm, why? Why is this happening? I get ready to record, and it's just like <laughs> flim. Yeah, it's. I've been out in the yard, so that it it happens. Although I was fine the the thirty forty minutes up until this point. So whatever. right. Jonathan, uh, you were about to say something a minute ago, and well, I said, "Let's do the episode." What was it? So so now no, we need to put that on pause because now I have to ask you: Why did you say whirly bird? Don't you remember the propeller hat with the whirly bird? Yeah, but mm. did we talk yeah. about that on here? We did. Oh, okay. Because we talked we about that. We recorded it a long time ago, but in in the listeners' ears, I was about to say eyes. In the listeners' ears, that was just like an episode ago. Oh, mm. okay. It, I, I listened to I listened to the episodes as they come out. So that was that you you mentioned the propeller hat, and you were going to change your license to Jonathan Whirly Bird Duffer. I seem to remember. Does that sound right? Hmm. I don't, uh, know. I don't okay. remember that. I don't remember that either. Yeah. But all right. But that, I guess that was that was the trivia episode which we did it record was, a while a ago. Trivia. It okay. was the first recorded episode of this season. That so. must have been because the reason I'm saying that is because we Life just had purchase. a discussion. We just had a discussion uh, at church about whirly birds too, and so, but but that was that was probably a couple weeks. ago. it may have been around the same time that the, I don't know. It, it, the timelines get messed up when we, <laughs> we record these things all over the place. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember our, things. Our first recorded episode only just aired like a week ago. So. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. it's, it's bananas. I have yeah. What's up? Yeah, um, so the thing. <laughs> Go bananas! B A N A N A S. Nope, nope, nope. nope. <laughs> oh, sorry, we're gonna get the copyright strike. Um, <laughs> what I was going to say was it was uh, amusing because what I started um, when my games played, I started uh, Mass Effect Andromeda uh, the other day on Twitch, and I remember when I was getting ready for it, I was like, okay, I need to. I don't. I don't own Mass Effect Andromeda yet, so I need to go and you know activate my Game Pass stuff and get the EA thing set all, all set up, and then I can play it off of EA. So I did all that, got all that set up, and then I looked, and it's on sale for like eight bucks on Steam. Of course, <laughs> I was like, oh well, all right. <laughs> but of course, which is but the the funny thing is like I remember specifically looking like a couple days ago before that. And it was not on sale. So it had literally just gone on sale. <laughs> yeah. Stuff goes all over the place on sale on Steam. Because I was, um, I've been playing Resident Evil 4 and I was, I already have Resident Evil 2 on Steam. And so I'm like, well, I'm going to get Resident Evil 3. And it's like $40. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> but I've totally seen it for like sub 10. So I'm just about to wait till it's Resident Evil 3 is $40? Is it like yeah, a remake? It was last... The remake, yeah. yeah oh, yeah, a yeah, remake. Yeah, a remake. Yeah. Last time I say. looked. I'm not paying forty dollars for that game, but I will pay like <laughs> ten. So that's <laughs> ten. Oof. Yeah, ten's reasonable. That's but, uh. Yeah. So I, I guess um, jumping on that point, we can go ahead and get started about what we've been playing, and Mass Effect Andromeda is definitely one of them. But mm. let's let's talk about the the bigger elephant in the room. You beat Mass <laughs> Effect Three. I did beat went, Mass Effect Three. It went incredibly well. There were no issues whatsoever. <laughs> that was not a the longest stream I've ever set through in my entire life. It was great. All right, so so here's the thing. Well, and and 
long it, it was a long stream but i don't really i don't, didn't really mind that because i didn't know how close i was to the end of the game and you gave me hints that i was getting pretty close i'm like you know what i'm just gonna finish it it's you fine. know i said that and then i forgot you like to talk to everybody and like look at every <laughs> trash can yeah you have to you have to you know uh get closure for everything um exactly. i know to... he was kissing all the babies you know shaking all the hands <laughs> Absolutely. how long did you guys go like after i got off I don't know. Um, it was over the, like one something, right? The yeah, it was like one in the one something in the morning. The entire stream, I can actually mm. tell you. I can look up the vod. It was like almost seven hours or over seven. It was a long time. It was seven hours was and twelve there. minutes. That's a long time. Yeah, Which is the longest. I, I think that's the longest stream I've ever done. I don't know. That's how almost long my, an entire workday, sir. I'm, I don't I'm know how long saying. my <laughs> System Shock Two stream took. But I mean, I or not, absolutely or not get System it. Shock Two, my Arkham uh, City stream. I don't know, but. Yeah. That Once I start seeing one. the the writing on the wall, I just I gotta finish it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, I yeah, but yeah, I do have to talk to everyone and and you know get the whole thing. I mean, I went to the comms officer and I called everybody that he would let me call and I talked to yeah, everyone. And I was we like, yeah. saw. <laughs> but you but you gotta you gotta do it. I mean, it's the, yeah, it's the last yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as far as anyone knows, I mean, Mass Effect Four supposedly is coming out eventually, but they're not going to bring back Shepard. And if they do bring back Shepard, it's going to be ridiculous. So Are they th- actually no doing a Mass Effect 4 that's supposed to be in the same timeline as the yes. original it, 3? Yeah. Yeah. Cuz the trailer, right? The is in the trailer. Talk about that. You saw the trailer finally? Yeah, I, I did. I okay. watched it uh, yeah. earlier today. And yeah, yeah she, I mean she's right there, so like it's it's going to be in that timeline somewhere. I mean, also, it could uh, be a prequel, but I doubt it. I doubt it. Well, well no, 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 it can't. It can't be it because make she, any sense. she, she goes and she picks up a little thing off of a, off of an ice planet and dusts the snow off, and it says N seven on, it, and then she has this like knowing smile. So I mean, it's, it can't be. It can't be a prequel. It's. I don't be know if I honestly. I don't know if I really want that. <laughs> honestly, well, I feel I like about what you want, Dwight. No, I'm just kind of. I just, <laughs> I just hope this doesn't turn into like a Picard situation with the the fucking the poster with the gang's all here. It's like, look, the story's you know, done. I, man. I'd well, rather, I'd rather yeah. have that than an Andromeda situation, personally. But you know, that's beside the point. Um, yeah. oh, also, I'm gonna, I'm gonna point this out real quick. He does not, he's not seen the secret ending. No, I have the not. Secret special, like last after the credit thing. He never, he didn't see that. Right. Oh, so, and, and, okay. and I think I think that's because he didn't, I, he didn't have enough ore assets. Yeah, I think I which it is it, oh. it's absolutely insane because I did almost everything right. The only thing takes, I didn't do, and I think we talked about in the last episode, it's is hard. Seventy five hundred war assets. It's hard yeah. getting that without playing any multiplayer. Honestly, it is a lot harder getting that without playing because when you play multiplayer, yeah. you just you gain it so easily that it's what not the even war assets. Yeah. yeah, you get war assets for multiplayer. Yeah. Oh. Every well, time when you play it, pretty much every time you you finish a match, you get some. And then when you promote one of your characters, you get some or whichever. So it was, it was huh. super easy. Hmm. But yeah. yeah. Single player, like, you practically have to do everything. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like trying to get a full Paragon or full Renegade and you don't have previous saves. It's like, it's just harder. Because then you have to yeah. try so much harder to like get their points up. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's what I'm planning on doing. I'm going to go back and and like do do everything again uh, mm-hmm. to get that that full score and see the final ending. Um, but I'm going to do it with like a like a walkthrough to, just to make sure that I don't miss anything. Yeah. Well, um, at this point, you know, you already know what happens. You're not right. Gonna be spoiled. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I I don't mind going back and doing games with walkthroughs once you've you know completed them. I mean, that's yeah. that's totally fine. So. 
Um, but so I, so here's what happened. I got all the way to the end and, you know, spoilers for anyone who hasn't played Mass Effect 3, you know, skip ahead a few minutes, but I got, I got all the way to the end. We got Mm. into the, the freaking crucible and I'm talking to the little kid and blah, blah, blah. And I've got the, the three Mm. endings in front of me. And he asked you the questions. And and he asked, and I asked him all the questions and all, all the stuff. All of the questions. All of the questions, (laughs) all of the clarifying things. So I'm standing there. And it's like this super serious moment, and like mm. me being me, I'm like mm. trying to like lighten the te- lighten the tension a little bit, just lighten the mood, just a, a you know, ha ha ha, whatever. And I was like, mm. he was like, ha, wonder what would happen if I shot the kid. And I turned mm. around and I shot the kid, mm. and I had no idea that that was the bad, the trigger for the bad ending. <laughs> And all this crap starts happening, and I'm like, wait, what? I was so... (laughs) I was so Oh, my God. I I wish I was watching that live. I don't think you see it on stream, because Mm -hmm. I was really trying to hold it in. But, like, all this stuff is happening, and my mind is just reeling. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I He did it so quick, or I would have tried to stop him. Right, yeah. If I yeah, if I was there, so I'd have been like, like no, <laughs> <laughs> don't. <laughs> That's hilarious. I had no. So, he, so clue. the kid didn't pose the questions to you, or did you already answer? No, it, it, it no. was already. It was after that. It's when you're supposed to walk and choose one of the three paths. You can oh, turn around and shoot the kid. Yeah, and you just yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. And I was just like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> That, and and again, you didn't even get one of the color endings, the the no. color coordinated endings. Oh no, the, the no. endings. No, and and it was and it was like one o'clock in the morning, and I had to go to work the next day. I'm like, I can't play through this again. I'm like, oh, I just can't do it because I I didn't know. I, I looked at my saves, and I was assuming it was going to load me back to right when you get to the Citadel, mm. which isn't really that bad of that long of a thing mm. to get back there. But I didn't know that for sure. I was like, if it loads me all the way back to the beginning of this mission, I can't do that again. I don't have that kind of time. I'm not going to get any sleep. <laughs> mm. So as much as I hated to do it, I just ended mm. stream. And then I came back to it the next uh, you know, Thursday and finished mm. it. And we went through all three of the endings. And I still think the Paragon ending is a good ending. But that's obviously Which one was that? Game. That was the blue one, right? That's, that's say, the blue one. I don't think that's... there's a Paragon or a Renegade. I think they're all pretty that... much on level play. <laughs> there's like, there was like but, the, but thing, but, the but simulation ending, the, yeah. the cohabitation ending. Or so there, there's, there's, like the, there's the ending where you take control of the Reapers and you make mm-hmm. them help everyone and, and do mm-hmm. things. Control, there's the ending where you blow up all of the, all of the Reapers and mm-hmm. they die. Um, mm-hmm. And all of your synthetics. So Edie dies, the Geth die if they're still alive. Mm. Um, and they all die. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the ending where it's synthesis, where essentially mm. everything becomes techno-organic, uh, synthes- synthetics and organics you all kind transcend. of meld together. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. Which is the, <laughs> I guess that's the ending that they added, you know, later. Um, or one of the endings that they added. Um, but I, I still think, yeah, if they, if they do a, uh, if they do a, if they do a sequel like they're planning on, I think they're going to probably branch off of the the Paragon ending. I'm still calling I mean, it Paragon that's, ending. That's the blue. only one where <laughs> you would really have anywhere to go. Is is that? Ending well, no, you could you could go off of any of them. 
You, you could, could go, go off yeah, any, of them, any really. of them, really. Where everybody turned into the Borg? <laughs> yeah, I don't, you know, well, they, they I don't think that's probably the, the least it's, likely to go off of. Yeah, but they don't turn into the Borg. I mean, they, they just have, like... I mean, well, they kind of... A better, a better example... A better example <laughs> is... A better example is Beast Machines, which I mentioned on stream. Um, the Beast Machines was a sequel to Beast Wars. It's a Transformers mm. TV show. Yeah. And that's kind of, that's exactly what happened at the end of Beast Machines is that they reformatted the planet Cybertron into like this techno-organic thing. So tech, technology and organics were all kind of melded together. It's the exact same thing. Um, so no, no one's like the Borg. It's just like it's it's just like a co, you know, it's like a co-mingling. It's like a, like a like a um, symbiotic relationship almost. Yeah. Everyone yeah. like the synthetics now understand the organics, and the organics now ha- are like augmented with synthetics, and everyone's you know one big happy family. I don't remember which so, one I picked. So, so if you had to, you had to pick the control ending is what you're going for then. Yeah, I think I think that's the paragon ending. I think the other ending's just as neutral. How about you, Dwight? Just out of curiosity, what what did you pick? I honestly don't even remember. I think, you don't remember? <laughs> I think I picked the one where uh, the Reapers got re indoctrinated or something maybe i don't so know the control would be the ending. control ending yeah. here the, the thing is is all three of those endings are just weirdly vague and kind of like non that's this is what this is part of why people were so mad in the first place because you went through all you know that whole section when you're shaking hands and kissing babies and stuff like that that's the ending that's ending the trilogy that was not there before you just went to the final mission that's true and then yeah. you just like Pick the green, the blue, or the red ending, and that was the, it. <laughs> I don't even think the green was there. I think it was just red and blue. Wait, probably just red and blue. <laughs> Wait, so yeah. the 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 part where you like go through and talk to everyone and all that wasn't there before? I think it was there. I think that was there, but the whole down. all the Citadel stuff wasn't there. Yeah, the Citadel, the party and stuff that wasn't there. Yeah, either, you know, obviously. So you just get that one that. last, hey, you want to call somebody oh, before we go okay. blow up everything? And they're like, uh, sure. And yeah. you call them, and then that, that was it. That was the ending. So it's just kind of that's why people are like flipping tables in unison across the mm. you know across yeah. the world. But it's it's, every, it's just every table like got it's just weird. <laughs> just, and Andromeda sidesteps all that because they go to there. they they were it. Andromeda starts like before that, right? So right. they they yeah. like get away and. They vo- get voyagered, you know, before the ending. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I, I think voyagered I th- and Andromeda. I would, I would yeah. have to say though, just to, before you get on to Andromeda, though, I think the destroy the Reapers is personally the best ending. But that's just mine, my, my yeah. take. That's what I did. I don't want to kill um, Edie though. <laughs> and all I the mean, games. I don't want to kill Edie too, but but <laughs> the whole like concept of like oh, the synthetics will return and. The cycle will continue. It's like you don't know that. You're just a stupid. Like, yeah, I mean, yes. Yeah. You can't. You can't. Judge that whole. That like whole that. ending. I, no, I, they, I agree. They tried that. to turn it into like a. Um. What's it called? Uh. Two thousand one. A space odyssey type. Yeah. I mean, it was very like, like mind trip, metaphysical and, like, and stuff. Yeah. Like that. And it's it like just, it's, yeah, it was kind of it was it was unearned. Honestly, <laughs> they just kind of threw you know, that in. You know what I think is the nice thing about the Paragon <clears throat> ending is that it kind of flips. A blue one? It kind of flips the, <laughs> it kind of flips the script on you, because mm. this whole time you've been fighting against even in even in Mass Effect Two, mm. uh, when you're working under the elusive man, you still mm. have this. If you're if you're going the Paragon route, you still have this whole 
mentality of the elusive man is evil. He's obviously up to something. He's doing mm-hmm. stupid stuff, bad stuff, and mm-hmm. you're fight. You know, you're essentially going against him the entire time. Um, but then when you get to the you get to the end and you start talking to him and he's like and you realize okay this is what he was trying to do. He's trying to mm-hmm. control the reapers, but then you actually can control the reapers. He mm-hmm. couldn't do it because he was trying to do it the wrong way and he was trying mm-hmm. to only yeah. do it to lift up humanity, but you can do it. They mm-hmm. tell you you can do it. Mm-hmm. And um and, and you're you trying and you're doing it to benefit the entire like all of the races. You're not just looking out for humanity's interests, which mm-hmm. I think is why it's a kind of a cool uh, reversal ending because you're doing exactly what the elusive man was trying to do, which you yeah. said was bad, but it was only bad because he had bad intentions behind it. It's it's fine. It's a good thing now because you actually have better I'm not intentions. It's bad. I just think destroying the Reapers is the better option. But it's just, no. it's it's funny because that, that, that whole situation. I think, I think that's, it, is, it is debatable. That's I think why that's I don't think one makes, is good or bad. I think yeah. there's just you know it's not Paragon and Renegade. It's just like there's two options. I just think that just makes the there they, makes that in, option more interesting. Because yeah, of how no, the narrative absolutely. played out up, up, up to that point, so. yeah. But I did, I did think it was great that he was, uh, he was basically the the anime racer X character. He's like, oh no, this evil <laughs> dude has been like trying to help people the entire time. <laughs> like, I just like, what, I remember when I got to that point, I was like, oh my god, this is anime as shit. <laughs> just like, well, I mean. But yeah, it was, it's still great. Yeah. <laughs> but he did he did move on to Andromeda. We're yes. I'm actually ahead of you in Andromeda now because I was oh, playing okay. as well. I'll probably just bounce off of you when it comes to that instead of including it in my own talks. But yeah, um, yeah. Um, I haven't gotten too far. I got to the Nexus and I started talking to people and I'm trying to clear someone's name now because they were accused of murdering someone. Um, yeah, that's I did that. Yeah, that's essentially where I am now. I haven't even talked to Director Tan yet. Uh, Tan or Tran, Tan, I think. Um, I have no idea. Bro, I, gotta go I don't talk. remember I gotta go. any of these names. Yeah. Salarian guy number three. The Salarian guy. <laughs> yeah. I just um, I don't remember that at all. But yeah, I I gotta go talk to him and start the next like set of story missions or whatever. But um, I mean, I I don't really the only the only weird thing that I've seen about it so far is that it it doesn't I don't know it just it feels different. There's something about it that feels different, and I can't really put my finger on it. Some of the faces are kind of weird. Like, they look almost less real than the ones in Andro- in uh, the original series, which is I really need odd. to send you a video of, of it pre-patched, because they're rough. <laughs> Those eyes are just like, yeah. hey. And the animations. <laughs> all over the place. Well, the, 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 eyes are, are the eyes are still doing weird things sometimes. <laughs> the eyes sometimes. are still weird, but they used to be, like, way worse. They used to be, like, mm-hmm. bright-eyed, staring at... They look, you know, you were, like... Um, seen a blind person talk i mean that's like mm-hmm. how it is like they're just staring off they're staring past you the whole time yeah so um, it, you should definitely see one of those um compilations where they showed like the pre um the pre-patch like animations and stuff because they were using yeah. this um system of like just taking a set of canned animations and then just combining them on the fly instead of doing mm. bespoke animations which uh, is what a lot of those games okay. do which is, I mean, Mass Effect, the original series, did that too. Which is why when you stop talking to somebody, you kind, they kind of, yeah, <laughs> and then like do that. <laughs> yeah. But the thing Take was, off. Andromeda was even more rushed, and it was even more obvious that they only had like four different animations to call from. So mm. it made it just look super obvious and really weird. The running animation, 
it's so weird you'll see them they're just kind of like this <laughs> <laughs> and they had to like change it eventually just filing yeah it, it was it was bad at first i thankfully i didn't start playing it until after they already fixed a lot of that stuff so i didn't really get it was, that experience. it was day one for me I'm, i mean i was a huge mass effect fan so i, I bought it day one and i was so disappointed but mm-hmm. it's one of those games i i really want to like it mm-hmm. you know so I, I I restarted every once in a while, and I always typically get to about the <laughs> second or third planet, and then I'm just like, oh, the hell with this. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just stop. So oh, it's not too bad. Uh, the, uh, screw the shit. <laughs> the, yeah, the, most, much, yeah. the most noticeable thing, I think, so far is that from the time I started Mass Effect, like the original Mass Effect, I was interested in, in like, the characters. Like, it had, like, super interesting characters <laughs> right off the bat. I haven't yep. really met anyone super interesting yet, mm, yeah. and I'm like a couple hours in. And I'm just like, okay, are, are we going to meet only interesting, interesting people yet? Because in the entire game, in my opinion, and that's like, well, you'll you'll meet her. Well, and I do, I, I do actually. I I take that back. The female Krogan is kind of interesting because we haven't really had any good interactions with the with a female Krogan so far. Mm. So that that she's interesting, but I haven't really gotten to do anything much with yeah. her yet. So. There's certain I don't even remember there's a female Krogan. So there's there's certain <laughs> characters where they are specifically different than like the vert because they're the uh, the um I don't know why I want to say Salarian uh the blue Asari yes the Asari chick okay. is like completely different from any other Asari that you've met up in that mm-hmm. up until that time you know yeah, yeah. She is. very like young and like you know whatnot. Which well, I thought was pretty you're cool. You're talking about somebody different that he hasn't seen yet. Oh, never mind. But the yeah. point oh. the point is just like I haven't I don't I don't remember any of their names. <laughs> I didn't even remember there's a female Krogan. And I like that mm-hmm. game. I don't dislike that game at all. I mean I like the, the combat stuff that it did. I like the fact the that combat you, is good. you weren't stuck in like one uh um one class throughout the whole game. You could actually pick and choose different abilities from different classes, yep. which you couldn't mm-hmm. do that in, in the original trilogy. You basically you just had one class and then that was it. You couldn't even test out the classes to even know there was a difference. I didn't get a chance to test out it or even know what the other classes did until Mass Effect Three multiplayer came around, way after the fact, you know. And it is just so I thought it was cool that it really let you experiment. So there's a lot of and you had that that universal uh, boost dash thing that you could do. It was just mm-hmm. like traversal was so much easier you weren't locked into these yeah. gears of war animations the mass <laughs> just, effect shuffle yeah the mass effect <laughs> shuffle where you're just kind of like going like this through everything <laughs> it's just yeah, yeah so they didn't i mean that stuff was cool but then a lot of like the story stuff was just kind of like uh okay i mean that's yeah. okay i guess <laughs> you know mass effect, 3, mass effect 3 does have a change class button I don't know if they added that in later, but it does they may, have it. They may have added that in. I, I, noti- know. I, I noticed it that. as I was playing. So. I was like, oh, there is a change uh, class button. I didn't do it because, yeah. you know, soldier. Yeah. Screw mm. by ox, but. <laughs> we'll change your tune on a replay, sir. Not likely. You have to choose. So what else have you been doing? You have to choose like uh, an sorry. engineer or something on like a second playthrough. Oh, my God. That's yeah, <laughs> fine. <laughs> um, I also played uh, Lord of the Rings Return of the King because I did get my uh, my $6 uh, disc in. And it Ooh. plays great. And everything everything's cool. I s- slammed that thing in the CD tray. It took the the crack off, and it was like great. Everything's working. So, um, yeah. So uh, I played that a little bit. I had forgotten how hard the uh, walls of Minas Tirith level is, 
and I'm cursing myself again because it's still just as hard as it was when I was a kid. Um, so, but um, you don't mean you're better than you were when you were a kid. Well, you know, those old you know games what? And be like, man, I think this is gonna be hard. And then I just breeze past it. I think I am a little better because I made it to like the second stage of that level on like the second try. Whereas hmm. when I was a kid, I remember it took me several tries to get good enough to to get there. How did this happen? That's but not always it's, the case, because there's definitely times where I play a game that I used to play, and I'm like, damn, I don't remember the shit being this hard. <laughs> it's yeah. funny, because well, just, like, yeah. I played this game so much that once I started getting back into it, the muscle memory just started mm. kicking back in. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember mm. all this. <laughs> so, there we go. Uh, but yeah, that's those are really the only two, well, three games that I've played uh, much of okay. this week. Yeah, I've I've been playing Mass Effect Andromeda alongside you. We're in the same spot. I'm actually a little bit farther than you because I'm not talking to everybody and I don't give a shit what they have to say. <laughs> I don't even think I talked to that female Krogan. I'm just like, let's go. So Let's go, I'm, Mass I'm, Effect. Let's go. Let's go. Yep. I'm on the ground. I'm shooting things already. Let's go. Um, I shot stuff so, too. I'm shooting more things. <laughs> Anywho. Um I beat Professor Layton. I think I've talked about this. I don't know if this was on the missing episode or not, but I'm trying to play through the Layton games leading up to the new one. So I beat Curious Village, which is the first one. I've played through it on my phone, which is different, but they're available on your phone. I played them on DS originally. I'm like an hour or so into Diabolical Box now, uh, or Pandora's Box if you're you know, European or whatever, anywhere but America. It's I don't know why. Why are we afraid of Di- uh, of Pandora's box? Mm. We have to change the name to Diabolical Box. I have no idea. I don't know. It's 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 like a you know we, how like we Harry changed Potter it? is like the U.S. Changed, changed it? it. The U.S. just like um Harry Potter huh. is in the Sorcerer's Stone is like the Philosopher's Stone everywhere else. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because it's yeah, a, it's, it's like, like well, a, why do we feel the name the need to change things like that? I, it's I don't it's like an actual. It's a actual. Uh, reference to a thing something else maybe yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. there was yeah. a reason i remember there was a reason behind that like i don't know what so, may, so maybe what the whole the pandora's box versus diabolical box yeah i don't same i don't situation, know that's a kind of weird kind of weird they don't want to get brand confusion introduced into this but <laughs> maybe i don't know I, you know what there could it could very well be that something pandora was like copyrighted and they couldn't use that's it. true i mean it, that, yeah it, that's, it I mean, could that's be the whole why why we had Dragon Warrior instead of Dragon Quest, you know, for the longest time. Yeah. Yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. Uh whatever. But other than that, uh on Tuesday I streamed this game. It's free on PlayStation Plus and it was new and I don't know if any I I doubt uh Duffer has looked, but um it's a game called Chia. More. T-C-H-I-A. It's a indie mm. game that came out not that long ago, and it's free on PlayStation Plus. I think it's only on PlayStation. I streamed it. And it's like this, I don't really know. It's like you're this Islander kid and it's very folksy, but you can like change into animals and do all this different stuff. Oh, I didn't even get to it's that, that super cozy game. Yeah. I think I know you what know, you're talking about. You know about. what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah you know yeah, what I'm talking yeah, yeah. about. But I was going to try to play it. That just came out, didn't it? It did. Yeah. But it's, it's like I say, it's free on PlayStation. So I was like, let's go. I streamed it for a while. Yeah. Um, definitely not for me. Well, I was waiting for watch that to this. come out on PC actually. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you can it's, watch the stream Steam. if you want to see kind of how it is. Um, it starts off way too slow. I don't mind slow, cozy games, games like all that. All those games always. But the are thing is here, though, <laughs> start off with more of a bang than that because it's just like you're supposed to 
earn those co- cozy moments. Mm-hmm. You don't start off that way because I don't care at this point. Right. Yeah. I'm just like, can the game start? You know. Mm-hmm. So, but it's very Breath of the Wild influenced, and like you can glide. And I, I went to this town. It's like a city, and this little girl can cling to walls and climb up Breath of the Wild style, <laughs> but it doesn't come off that way. It comes off more like she's fucking Spider-Man. Spider-Man, <laughs> it's yeah. very odd. <laughs> I was looking at this the, at a <laughs> picture on the, on the Steam page. Um, I was looking at this on the Steam page of her climbing up a tree, and I'm like, why does she look like she's doing Spider-Man? <laughs> like, well, you can climb directly up the side of buildings like that. And just, just because imported the animations, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm the type of person that has to do this. Of course, I had to jump off the top of a building just to see what would happen. She does not die. She bounces like a rubber ball. For oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. So it's, one of those that's, <laughs> it's one of those things that's unintentionally like super violent. Well, they're like, who's going to do who's going to do this? Right. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, who's going to turn around and shoot the AI kid in the face? Right. Exactly. Who does that? Some of idiot. <laughs> Why would we even program that in? Because no one is going to turn around and do no that. No one's going to do that. <laughs> Anywho. But, yeah, you can watch that stream. It should be up for a little while longer. I did not enjoy the game, but mm. I know tons of people are. I just... It, it wasn't giant. If it's slow, like like um, how you're saying, she's, my wife's probably not going to like that either, because... A lot of people love Stardew Valley, and she played it for like 10 minutes and gave up. Here's the thing. Stardew Valley actually starts off a bit faster than that. Jesus. We're like sitting around a campfire. I'm like twiddling leaves together to make, like go along with the guitar. I'm like, what the hell am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) Twiddling leaves. Oh, God. What am I doing in my life? You're missing your cozy, uh, what's called, latte. And like, oh, my God. And the little, um, the crocheted. Uh, I, drink holder. <laughs> so, in my defense, I, again, I have no problem with these sort of like comfy, cozy like yeah. games, like you said. But like, you got to earn that. You can't right. just start off like that. Like, yeah. it's too much. Uh, they bore the shit out um, of me. It's just so slow and boring. Also, the game has this weird like, and I don't, I don't think it's my TV. I think it was the game itself. It has mm. like this weird. Um, I guess it's like the ambient occlusion or something like that. The cozy weird. filter? There's, <laughs> cozy the cozy filter. filter is really jacked up to where there's like trails behind stuff. And it's like oh. it's like motion blur is jacked up and it's, yeah. it's, it's messed up. It's like Bayonetta? No, no. no. I, well, yeah, I like the Bayonetta cutscenes. There you go. Yeah. 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 Bayonetta in-game is not that bad. But mm. this is like the cutscenes, but in the game. Uh, last That's thing fine. I've been playing a lot of has been Resident Evil 4. I've been playing that on PC, the remake, mm-hmm. not the old one. Yeah. That'd be kind of not topical. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on chapter 8 of 16, so mm. I'm like halfway 16? through the castle. Mm. Yeah. Good gravy. I didn't remember so there I knew, being 16 I knew I was. Chapters. I knew I was about halfway done. I met the... Uh, I don't remember the guy. Ramon Salazar. The, oh, like, yeah. Napoleon kid. Yeah. Is what I would always yeah, call him. Yeah, little Napoleon guy, yep. Napoleon. Uh, the game is amazing, though. If you're on the fence at all, man, mm. Res- th- this remake is like top tier. It gives me the same feelings. And if if you're someone that's played Resident Evil in uh, four originally, and you're like, man, this game is amazing. Graphics are amazing. This, mm. little, I'm getting that same feeling from this remake. Mm-hmm. And it's just the stuff they've added. The knife pairing mechanic is amazing. Mm. I thought I would hate the fact that the knives break, but like, you can find disposable knives lying around mm. to kind of offset that you can upgrade the the, the uh durability is ashley as annoying in the remake as she is in this one 
or, or the old one? I don't one? find her. I didn't really find her that annoying either way. Okay. But, I mean, she is someone you have to take care of, but she's not overly needy. If that makes yeah. sense. Like, I didn't really. Well, have I guess. A I guess with her in the original either. I guess yeah, Ashley fine. herself wasn't really as annoying. It was more the escort mission, the was game annoying. mechanic. Like and, you having know, to like carry her around and like stuff her in a basket. Well, so while like you go in fight the original, zombies, what you would have her. to do is tell her to like find a place for her to hide and tell her to hide, which you can still yeah. do. Hmm. But they added this mechanic to where you can click the stick in or press whatever magic button the Duffer would use on a keyboard. <laughs> um, to key. like have her, yeah, maybe <laughs> to have her like be close to you. Like if you're trying to run past zombies, that way she doesn't get grabbed. Mm. Or if okay. you're like fighting, she'll like hang back. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm just like, okay, cool. Like I can tell you to be like, you know, get back there, come, come to me, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Um, the cadence of like the story is the same, mm-hmm. but the bosses don't always play out in the same order. Mm-hmm. That's like, cool. Uh, for example, yeah, I fought the uh, El Gigante, Gigante, El whatever Gigante, the, the giant thing. Gigante. I fought him yeah. before I was supposed to. <laughs> before, before I was, uh, you would have in the main game. So sucks that the dog. Okay. Can't so help so you they like that. level it down and up based on. They just like reordered like where you are in the I game. I think I think the story. Yeah, just they just reordered um, when yeah, I think stuff they just happens. redid it. Yeah. Uh, I do. I do want to yeah, like um, add on to what Duffer was saying about how like the mechanics of the game is separate than separate from the actual characteristics of the character itself. This is an hmm. issue I've had with like other stuff. Like I remember when Resident Evil Five came out. And people are like, oh my god, I hate Sheva. She's fucking terrible or whatever. You know, your partner Sheva's character fine. in the game. He's like, oh, you know, she's terrible. I'm like, what? Why? The AI like, taking all my damn shotgun ammo. Yeah, she's taking all like. the ammo and she doesn't, you know, she's t- missing these fault, easy shots. The and I'm like, fault. that has nothing to do with the character. <laughs> That's yeah. the mechanics yeah. of the fucking game. Like, what the hell? Yeah. God, I used to hate I that. I always <laughs> remember being on that raft with her and, like, she would have a shotgun because... You know, she wouldn't miss with a shotgun typically. Mm. <laughs> but there'd be like these guys like up on these like towers, and she'd just be blasting away with a shotgun. At them. I'm like, you're not gonna hit them with that. <laughs> it's impossible. Stop wasting bullets. And then you know she's just blasting away. You get to the other end of the thing, and she's like, I'm out. And I'm like, well, duh. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean that that's annoying, but that's not her fault. Yeah, that's uh, it's not the, yeah. the the characters like writing and everything has nothing to do with that. <laughs> exactly. But right. yeah. I see her. I remember it. IGN is like, oh, the worst characters ever. You know, right under Bubsy would be like fucking Sheva Olimar, and I'm like, come on, man, nah, really? Bubsy? <laughs> that's 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 not necessary. Um, they did rewrite Leon to where he's like still corny, but like less so. Hmm. A little bit. There you go, Duffer, just for you, so you can get oh, that Bubsy reference. <laughs> but that's uh, that's gonna oh, be it for bub- me this that week. Bubsy. Okay. I played a little bit more, but I'm gonna Ouch. go and kick it over to the white. So, um, I've been playing more Soul Hackers 2. Still loving it. Um, it's been giving me an excuse to use the cloud um, streaming option for um, Xbox games. I usually don't use it because I don't play a lot of turn-based games on Xbox. Partly because there's just not a lot of turn-based games that exist on Xbox. But, um, yeah. So, I mean, it works well. Um... I tried playing Infinite Guitars, uh, which is like a new Game Pass uh, RPG type thing. And it is, I don't know, it's not very good. It looked like it would have been really interesting, but it's really not. <laughs> it's kind of like an indie, um, cozy, comfy game where you play. It's 
it's like three games in one. It has action elements, it has music game elements, and it has like a turn-based like um, RPG combat system thing. Huh. And you walk around in the in the little overhead world, and you can interact with stuff. To open up doors, you have to play your guitar and match up these like rock band like music oh, stuff. Okay. But I mean, it's it just I don't I don't know. It's super boring. It looked interesting. I like the character designs, but it's just really boring. It's super slow. It's very janky and just like there's. I don't know if this was because of how I was playing it or I don't know what was going on. I just kind of gave up on it. I didn't get very far in it. Um, maybe I'll try to give it another chance. I don't know. It just it was it was. I mean, I like playing indie games, especially if they have interesting, you know, you know, mechanics or or story stuff that wouldn't really work in a real game. But I have like a limit of patience on like how janky yes. something is. When it just like looks too amateurish or whatever, it just looks like a bunch of deviant art pictures stuck together with like a, you know, I'm just like, uh. oh yeah, I see. What you're, I'm looking at the Steam page now. And I'm just <laughs> it like, kind of look uh, like someone's deviant art page. Yeah, and I'm kind of like, uh, I gave it a chance because I actually do like how you know the characters look. But then when I started playing, I was like, oh my god, this is like really bad. <laughs> and then like the character <laughs> on the overworld is way too small. It's like super small so it's just kind of like why why is this like what and then things just happen and then i don't know what's going i don't know i don't know what the hell i don't know but anyways moving on from that um i also got um i had gotten elevator action returns like some time ago and been wanting to play it um this is one of those games that i've wanted to play for the longest time on saturn and Never got a Saturn or anything, so I just got this. So Elevator Action is an old um, arcade game. If you're um, not aware, you kind of you're moving up and down a building. It has like a cutaway of a building, and you're moving moving up and down on the, um, the floors, like <coughs> an elevator. And right, you know, per elevators or whatever. And you play as like a an agent that has to like you know gather intel from one of the doors, and you move up to the next level, and you shoot bad guys, and blah blah blah. So, Elevator Action Returns um, was a sequel that came out in the 90s, made by Konami, and, like, uh, they had a port to the Saturn or whatever, and, man, I love this game. (laughs) I just love, like, the look of the game, the extensive work they they made on, on, like, on the animations and stuff is insane. It's it's a really, really good-looking game. The port, I've never played the original on Saturn. So, or well, not the original, but I never played the arcade version or the Saturn port, so I don't really have a reference to, you know, compare this, the Xbox version to, but it has a good amount of, like, features and stuff. Um, I almost played through the whole damn thing in one sitting, but, like, Uh at the very last level, I ran out of lives. I only had four continues, and, yeah, so I'm definitely going to try it again, and it's it's co-op, of course, um... I'd say it's, it's absolutely worth a play um, if you've never played a game like that before. Um, Elevator Action Returns. Um, the only other thing I really played was the Diablo 4 beta. Diablo gonna Diablo. Diablo's gonna Diablo. So Beta gonna beta. I never really, and I think I explained this before, I never really um, got into Diablo before. You know, I know that 
a couple of friends of mine, they played Diablo 2, like, extensively on PC, like, all the fucking time. They loved that game. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a PC that could, like, play it like that, and I just was not interested. Uh, I was more interested in, in Rainbow Six and MechWarrior at the time. Um, so I didn't really get into it. And it wasn't until Diablo 3 came out on 360 that I actually, like, gave it a try. And I thought it was pretty good. But, you know, still never bought it or anything. When the Diablo 2 remaster came out on Xbox, you know, I finally, I played that beta. I thought it was pretty good. So I bought it. Ended up buying Diablo 3, the entire collection and everything. And I played the um, Diablo Immortal um, using the Odin or whatever. Um, it works great with those controls, by the way. If you have something that can play Android games with actual controls, it's amazing. So the only bad thing I could say about that game is just you know monetization stuff. But the actual game itself is is great. You know, it looks great, plays great, it's awesome. Um, so Diablo Four looks amazing. <laughs> like the jump mm-hmm. in quality from the previous Diablo games is insane. And um. Because, uh, I mean, Diablo 3 came out a long time ago at this point. And Diablo Immortal is a phone game. The Diablo 2 remaster also looks amazing, but it's based off of Diablo 2. It's, like, literally running on top of it. So, but this game is just like, oh, my God. You know, the animations, the the the, the character uh, models, is it has way too much detail. It's in, You can see, like, blood vessels under their skin and shit. And, <laughs> pores and sweat and everything it's it's crazy <laughs> it's super crazy and then um the characters still look good in the and then the thing about diablo is that they've had a bunch of cutscenes and stuff but it was never um they're never great they're more just like talking heads and things just happening or whatever but this one actually has your character in the cutscenes they're like really well produced i was super surprised and it actually gives your character agency they're talking to people like, what in the hell? Like, shit, is, I don't know. I don't even want to explain exactly what happens in this prologue, but I was like, oh my god, this is actually <laughs> super interesting. You know, there's Things a... and stuff. And it, it just, uh, it kind of, well, I guess I'll just spoil it because it's the prologue, and anybody who played the beta would know this, but in the, it starts off just like how any Diablo starts off. You're, like, wandering around in the woods, you come across this town, and you're like, oh, shit, it's a town, and they're like, um... <laughs> Oh, that's what I say when I say town. Hey, there's some, you know, uh, how come, you know, I don't see a lot of people around. It's like, oh, well, there's a sting in a cave over there. You know, hopefully you can go in and um, get rid of it for us. You know, we'd be really grateful. And they're like, okay, so you go over there and you do the the RPG hero thing. And then you bop some stuff with a sword and then you come back and they're like, oh, yeah, you killed the thing. This is great. You know, let's celebrate. And you're like, all right, cool. And you start celebrating and then they start getting groggy and then like you just pass out. And then everybody stops that's in the pub. Everybody stops moving. And they come over and they see that they're groggy. And then a guy comes out from some back door and hauls you away in this, like, wheelbarrow. And then the <laughs> camera angle up until this point is Diablo. So the camera angle is, like, down. You know, it's, it's, it's isometric. It's isometric. But then when, they're, when they start pulling you away, the camera angle changes. And it actually comes down to a third-person view and there, he's hauling you away on this thing, and then the camera's falling, and you hear this really ominous music, and he pulls you into this like um, uh, this like barn, and there's like people hanging up on hangers, and there's just like blood everywhere and everything. It's just super grisly, and he's talking about how he um, they're getting ready to like sacrifice your character for this like you know 
demon queen thing and i'm sitting there like holy shit like what the fuck (laughs) not like expecting this at all and then um this priest that you saw earlier busts in and like breaks you out of that he's like oh my god we got to get out of here and then all the townspeople that were just like in the town before they're all enemies now all trying to kill you (laughs) so like you know the start the story goes from there or whatever which i won't spoil the rest of it but it's like man this is an actual this is an actual good ass story and (laughs) when you see the um like a flashback of why the the all the townspeople are like that and you see like their first interaction with you know lilith or whatever i'm like oh my god this is like the first time i've played a game like this there's an actual interesting villain with shit that's going on and it Hmm. looks cool (laughs) It's like games like this, they're like, oh, you got to kill Diablo at the end. All right. And then that's it. You don't know anything. I I don't know who the fuck that is. I don't know what's going on. There's like, you know, uh, flavor text on like items and weapons you pick up. It's like, oh, 300 years ago, Diablo did some shit. And now we got to go kill him. You know, like you, this is an actual like engrossing story. That's like your character is a part of and not just like witnessing. I, if you've never played a Diablo um, game before or whatever, never cared about it. This is the one to play, honestly. Um, classes are amazing. The Druid sucks. But besides you know, besides that class, all the rest of them are amazing. Uh, you can play completely solo. You don't have to interact with people if you don't want to. I mean, there's uh, once you get to a certain point... Good. <laughs> like, people are just, like, walking around and stuff and doing their own thing. But I'm sure that you could just do, like, a solo instance if you want, which a lot of games let you do that. Um, a lot of games like that. Um, so... I mean, I th- it was great. Honestly, I have nothing bad to say about it. The only thing I could say bad about it is that uh, Diablo 3 had a lot of, like, console control um, options that made it a lot easier to control it. Like, the the equipment menu was like a ring that you move the joystick around to, like, select options and everything. Um, Diablo 4 is very much a PC game that they stuck on the console. So, they I th- they made it that way so it would be easier to do crossplay and everything, I'm guessing. But it does make it a little harder to do certain things because now I'm having to like, you know, use the D-pad to go through all this shit. There's not a lot. There's not as much shortcuts to stuff. Maybe they'll fix that later. I don't know. But it's great. Uh, definitely worth it. Uh, this is the first time I've actually been excited of like buying a Diablo game and not just like waiting till later. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely have to hear more about that when it comes out. I don't know. It's not on my radar. I like Diablo. I like 3. I played all the way through 3, but I just, I'll get to this one eventually. Right. Eventually. <laughs> eventually. Yep. Maybe maybe, maybe in a, some sort of like alternate dimension all of us have it. I'll just play co-op. Probably won't happen. Uh, it, it, it will be cross-play, so. I'm, just... it, I'm saying it can happen. <laughs> will it happen? That's another thing. Right. So. All right, well, cool. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, this week's topic, we're going to be talking about dead IP uh, (laughs) that we want to see come back in some form or fashion. So we'll be uh, discussing that soon. See you then.
and welcome back. This week, we're going to be talking games that need to be brought back from the grave. I don't know why, don't know why I'm doing this. This is not a Halloween thing. <laughs> sure, whatever. Do my thriller dance <laughs> in the background. I'm just adding some flavor text. <laughs> Anywho. But yeah, games that maybe are, um, I think originally we set on like a 10-year limit or something like that. 15. Uh 15, 10, mm. uh, whatever. I, I didn't actually look up when all these came out, the ones I picked, so sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, all the the effort I put into making sure that all of mine were 15 <laughs> years old or more. And you know what, shame, Duffer? We shame, appreciate shame. you. We appreciate you. <laughs> Someone's got to keep us in line. It sure ain't going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we got a couple different categories here. We're going to go through them, and we're going to kind of like throw the discussions around these are these are dead ips that we want to see come back games that uh here's the categories we got some games that we feel like maybe need a remake uh i got remaster slash re-releases um games that need a sequel and then i put a other category in there in case uh you just want some some random stuff that maybe isn't a game but is somehow game related i feel like i said gang related there but gang video game <laughs> game related <laughs> You do not condone the gangs. Yep. Maybe the, uh, was was like the Butterscotch Gang. Butterscotch Gang, yeah. The <laughs> yeah. Sugar Sugar Hill Gang or whatever. There you go. So, something something very non-threatening. The Lollipop candy, Guild. Candy, candy related, most likely, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, let's try to uh, breeze through these, because we've still got a little bit more. But um, I'm going to start off with remakes. Games that need remakes, and I'll go ahead and kick this off, just to kind of set the pace here. And um, I posted this on Twitter, and I actually do have some uh, feedback from the community. Thank you, everyone on Twitter that that kind of gave your uh, ideas for this. I'll read those off. At yes, the end, thank but, you. Yep. The first thing I want to see a remake, and I specifically put this in the remake category, is Skies of Arcadia. Mm-hmm. And reason why this is a fantastic Sega RPG, but it's a little dated by today's standards. And even though it's still visually impressive, I mean, it did come out on Dreamcast, but if you look at, like, the art, if you look at, uh, you know, art for this game, it's amazing. It it looks like an anime, and I feel like you could really take that and run with it. Not only that, but the level pacing of the game, like, just the the difficulty curve could be adjusted a little bit, because the game is a little too easy in some parts and a little too hard at others. The ship battles take way too long. There's just things that can be fixed with the game, and this would be a perfect opportunity to do that. Not to say the original Skies of Arcadia is bad, but a remake would be uh, definitely, in the, I, I think, well-deserved. And my other one for remake, I only picked two, would be Blood Omen, the first Legacy of Kane game, which, again, great game, amazing uh, voice acting, but it is super dated at this point. I mean, you it's a PS1 game, so... Mm. It's a PS1 bloody Zelda game. <laughs> think of it that way, so... Pretty much. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but it's 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 hard to play now. <clears throat> I think the most recent release, though, uh, it was, what, like, on GOG and PS3? That was your, your most... It's the only way you could play it now, anyway. But that's going to be it for my remakes. Let's kick it over to Dwight. Alright, so if we're talking specifically about remakes, um, so the four that I have here are Comic Zone, um, which I think would be a pretty awesome remake. Um, The original was great. Uh, It's very, 
all I'd really need from from I, they need to keep the '90s vibe, to keep the nine uh, the grunge music, keep all that. Just make like a, a newer and not even like a 3D remake, like a newer 2D, you know, resell drawn, you know, whatever. Let's Streets do that. of Rage Four style. Yeah, Streets of Rage Four style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Silent Bomber. I think that'd be a cool remake. Um, it's a very, uh, I guess, in the cut reference. <laughs> It's kind of like we talked about it on a previous episode. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a, a Metal Gear Solid meets Bomberman, pretty much. Yeah. And um, I think it'd be really cool. It's, it's pretty interesting. Um, it's like a, a story based Bomberman game in space. It, it's you know, if you've ever played it, you'll know what I mean. But I think that'd be cool too. Um, Bomberman in space. Ranger X, I think, would also be a cool remake because this was a Sega Genesis game where. You're in like an exosuit and you have like a little motorcycle thing that you could either work together with or work separately from. So it'd be interesting to find out, find out how to control that. Because I know on the Sega Genesis, you can move the bike forward and back using some of the buttons and then, you know, shoot your other characters. So interesting to see that work, you know, for like a modern iteration of that. Um, last one is Dynamite Cop, <laughs> which... This is like a, a 3D beat up that Sega made. Um, uh, it was called Dynamite Deca or whichever. And in the US, I think it was called uh, Die Hard Arcade or something. It was a Die Hard game. <laughs> arcade. Yeah. So yeah. the second game, which was Dynamite Deca 2, became Dynamite Cop on Dreamcast. And then there was a third game, which they basically just reskinned that and set it in Hong Kong. I think it was like Dynamite Deca Hong Kong or something like that. Um, but anyways, I f- they definitely need to re- um remake that game i think it would be uh a 3d beat-em-up now but the still the same like same uh situation not like an open world game please don't do that <laughs> i think it'd be pretty yeah, cool stop stop with that there's not a lot of 3d beat-em-ups now i'm thinking like sifu is like the last yeah notable one and that's like what before that yeah 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 i mean yeah. there's there's yeah. not really been a <laughs> no, whole lot dynamite cop i think was awesome because i i had i played that in arcades and it was like a uh it was ridiculous <laughs> you could pick up you're on a cruise ship and then you're fighting through all these guys you could pick up like swordfish off the ground and hit people with it like it was just like it was crazy that's, it was great that's great i love that sort yeah of stuff. <laughs> i'm i'm all in <laughs> what you got duffer um okay so i've got two i've got two of them here um for the remake uh, section, um, the only reason I'm, I'm kind of you know, we discussed this earlier. I'm kind of cutting them down a little bit because I didn't, I couldn't come up with a whole ton of them, so I'm mm. saving some for for the next uh, next time we do this. But um, so one of them is Half Life Opposing Force, which hmm. I don't I don't remember exactly when that came out. But um, if anyone's unaware, uh, Half Life was recently remade um, as Black Mesa which was a project that was like over 10 years in the making. I'm pretty sure. Um, Essentially it was a complete rebuild of half-life in half-life two's engine. And it's amazing. I mean, it's, it's, 100 percent like the best way to play half-life now at this point normal listeners of our podcast would know this if yes they... <laughs> that, that's true yeah. that's true yeah because i've talked about it before um <clears throat> so that's a great game and i think that they need to do the same thing with opposing force because opposing force was um essentially a completely new campaign in the half-life timeline um you go through some of the same places you cross paths with gordon freeman for like five seconds at at, at some you know points 
Um, but it was a completely, uh, it was a completely brand new campaign that uh, Gearbox made uh, for Half Life, and I think it deserves the same treatment because it's a great campaign. Uh, I I love playing through that one and the original, so I would just love to see like a Black Mesa for for opposing force. And people have talked about it, but I don't think anyone's actually ever done it. So that's what that's one of the ones I'd like. Maybe to see. it's being worked on in the background. It could be. It's it's possible. I think there might be. I, I don't know. There may be some IP issues there. I'm not entirely sure, but um, the other one. This is this is kind of a weird one. I don't know if anyone even remembers that this game exists. You weird. <laughs> there was, a, and I've never actually, I've never played the full version of this game. I only played a demo hmm. because it was all I, I could find for it. There was a game for Beast Wars way back in the day. Yes, there was. It was a piece. You, you do remember it. Okay. I, I, I have seen it before, yeah. It was a PC game. I played, again, I just played the demo, so I couldn't do a lot in it, but... I, I had a lot of fun. Like I I like the concept of Beast Wars. I the television show is amazing. Um but I do remember the game was kind of hard to play. It was super polygonal because it was way back in I'm the like it, it was on, it was also on wow. PlayStation. Yeah. And it was jank yeah. as hell. <laughs> so it was PlayStation, polygons everywhere, you know. I'm looking at still images and this looks jank as hell. It is very <laughs> jank. It is very <laughs> jank. But I was so I was having so much fun with it when I when I could just like run around and transform and do all this stuff. It's just it was really hard to play and figure out what you're supposed to do. So someone needs to take that game, remake it with you know better graphics and probably like like a good story and stuff. You know, <laughs> maybe maybe rebuild it just completely <laughs> and just you know. But I I think that's that's a good IP that you could really do some cool stuff with. And no one, just, no one does anything with it, because it had that great, sh- it had an amazing show. The television show is absolutely amazing, uh, if you've never seen it. Um, and then it just kind of languished and never went anywhere. So, uh, so those are the two games I would like to see. Well, two of the games I would like to see remade. Gotcha. <clears throat> yeah, Beast Wars. Wow. Yeah, didn't see that coming at all. Yeah, <laughs> that's a deep, oh, deep man. cut. <laughs> yeah. Uh, every time, I, every time I hear Beast Wars, I just remember the watching it on TV, mm-hmm. or or maybe when they would come back from a commercial, or maybe it was at the beginning, they would, them just yelling Beast Wars. <laughs> all I remember. <laughs> you know, yeah. That's all I remember. <laughs> such a good show. All that. Moving on to the next category here. Uh, next category, we got remasters or re-release, and I kind of put this in the category the same thing because. Uh, obviously, if it's a super old game and it gets re-released, uh, it's got to have some sort of remastering if it's that old because it's going it like to be like a should. bump. Not everybody's been yeah. doing that, but it should. <laughs> not yeah, everyone has it, been it, doing that. Yeah, I'm not saying it needs to be retextured or right. like, but in in at very least, it needs to support 16 by 9 screens because that's what everyone has. Mm. And you know, eh, you at least be 1080p. Give me, give me the 60 fps. I, I don't. Well, well, well yeah. <laughs> there, there should, there's the little rate. to no reason why a 20 year old 3D game is not running at all 60 fps. <laughs> well, that, that too. <laughs> unless, unless it breaks the game, but that's a, that's another thing. But yeah. Yeah. So I mean, maybe have a letterbox option. Uh, you know, widescreen and HD. It doesn't. That's all you really got to do. So the two I pick for this. 
Um, and I talked about this on our dead episode here, but, and everyone that would know me definitely knows I'm a huge, beautiful Joe fan <laughs> needs to come back. Come on, let's get beautiful Joe one and two. Uh, and I didn't put this in my sequel category, but beautiful Joe three, you know, could maybe come after, after we get this resurgent mm-hmm. in here of beautiful Joe one and two. So, uh, great stylized, uh, 2d beat em ups. Excellent. If they bring back beautiful and, Joe and it's 30 FPS. I'm flipping tables. <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't be. I think it was uh, higher than that originally. Was yeah, it? it was 60. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But so there's no reason. But we know of examples when games that were running at 60 came back as 30. Yeah. And as remastered definitive editions. <laughs> really? Yes. Well, we, we know definitive doesn't always mean definitive yes. to everybody. Tales of Symphonia being other... a more recent uh, recent example. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, my other my other big one here, uh, and it's it's an RPG actually, it's an RPG series. And I was I was when I was looking around my game room, thinking about like, okay, what would be awesome to be in a collection? Now, Xenosaga, hmm. Xenosaga one through three are stuck on the PS2. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, I never played them. And Xenosaga two and three, especially three, especially especially, <laughs> are like expensive as hell now, mm-hmm. <laughs> like. If you're if you're wanting to play Xenosaga one through three at this point, you're looking at dropping a thousand bucks, right? Almost or sailing the high like, seas, it's, yeah. Or sailing the high seas, <laughs> but the thing is, like, I don't mind if 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 Konami puts this out, I don't mind just buying the copy they put out, assuming it's just you know an HD. I would. I, I never got around to playing it, and I remember hearing so much about them. Yeah, games like these, like I mean. We talk about emulation and stuff like that a lot of times, but games like this, if they put this out, mm-hmm. like buy it if you're interested. Yeah. <laughs> like I know you could I know you could pirate it, but like mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff is a vote with your wallet scenario. Right. Yep. Well yeah, so if they like, if they ever did re re release it. So yeah. if if they put stuff like that out and I, I they they right now the reason it doesn't exist is because they don't think anyone's interested, I'm pretty sure. So and they're they don't, don't think see, it's worth the money. Yeah, I don't see how they wouldn't think that, but yeah. Well, well, we we we've had discussions at length about how how old Japanese businessmen tend to just <laughs> not really know how to read the yeah. room. So, <laughs> yeah, but that's uh, that's my two I pick for my remaster re-releases. Uh, let's just keep the same order and kick it over to Dwight. So, uh, yeah, remasters for me. Uh, let me start off with two awesome Sega games: uh, Outrun Two and Afterburner Climax. Um, they technically released those on 360, but I mean, it's mm. been a long ass time since then. They were like, uh, delisted shortly after. Let's re release these yep. again. Like, they just, you know, make them 1080p, 4K, whatever. Uh, these are awesome games. They should not be trapped in no man's land. <laughs> you know what's actually really funny that we're doing this episode mm. now, and I swear we came up with this idea months ago, by the mm. way. Uh, a YouTuber I watched, his name is Austin Eruption. You've probably seen mm. him before. He's doing. He just put out a video about delisted games. Yes, I just really watched. Just that. watched yeah. it, and he was talking about Afterburner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In it, yep. so I just watched that today, actually. And I'm just like, he's gonna. They're just gonna think we're copying. Which is which is funny <laughs> because I talked about this uh, in our last episode. <laughs> yeah, our our. So our he stole somehow, it from us. Some, <laughs> yeah. He somehow got that failed recording. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean... That's what happened. He I've was, been he begging for these two uh, to get re-released and remastered for the longest time. Um, yeah, so other than that, two Square games, Front Mission 5 and Dragon Guard 3. 
um, Front Mission 5 because it was never released in the U.S. It was um, Front Mission 4 and 5 were the last two traditional Front Mission games, really. They were released on PS2. Front Mission 4 was at the very beginning of the lifespan. 5 was at, at the very end. Uh, 4 was released everywhere. And I don't like that game. It's uh, it's trash. And Well, I mean, not trash, but it's not very good. And it's just brown, and it's gross, and it's muddy. And it was like, you know, a PS2 early, um, almost launch game, you know, whatever. <coughs> 5 is amazing. And that shit looks amazing. And it was made around the same time as Final Fantasy XII. It looks very similar to Final Fantasy XII. I, it looks like it could be the same engine or whatever. The game is amazing, and the gameplay changes they made are so awesome, and it never came out in the U.S. <laughs> so I have a copy of this um, on PS2, and it's and it's saved on the hard drive or whatever. So I played it. It's great. They need to put out an official, just like how they did for Final Fantasy XII with that International Zodiac, you know, edition. They need to do that for this game. I would love that. Um, they've been fucking around with Front Mission for years now. They don't know what to do with it. Do this. <laughs> Man, they're putting out these front missions. Uh, they're re-releasing them, so maybe if yep. these do well, maybe they they're finally re-releasing their early ones. Yep. So hopefully they get go. to that point. Yeah. Um, so Dragon Guard yeah. Three, they need to remaster that because uh, that game has terrible performance on PS3. It does. It's I so have, bad I have it on PS3. It's it's rough. I bought that it's, it, at launch. I think it was so late. It was, it so was late super late. There was there was one of the blue label PS3 games. That's how old this, it was. This, there's no reason for it to be that bad. It was just super bad. It's you know the the FPS were in the 20s most of the time, <laughs> if not lower than that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take a, a like a just maybe maybe I'm just pie in the sky, yeah. right? So like maybe when they're making this game, mm. the PS4 is in development. Maybe they're thinking. Mm. You'll be able to pay PS3 games on PS4. Maybe because honestly, and they're like, "Well, people are just going to play it that way. It'll come out well after the PS4 is out." It was so late that they really should have just know. released it on PS4. There's, <laughs> there's no PS4 reason for them to go on PS3. PS3 could obviously not handle that game. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. So yeah, they need to re-release that. Yeah, do it right this time. Um. Yeah. Okay. That's all I got. <laughs> I agree, Jonathan. Okay, so I've got another two. Well, technically three. Um, the first one is a pair. So I, and I think I talked about oh, these. Man. Hmm? Remaster a pair. Yes. <laughs> um, I think I talked about these. I love pairs. <laughs> we just make them uh, techno organic pairs. So they, they understand, uh, great technology better. <laughs> they understand when they're being eaten. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> um, so the, um, I think I talked about these two games before is Tomba and Tomba two, which mm, were yes. both PlayStation games. Um, I played these a little bit cause I played, I never had a PlayStation, but uh, my roommate, one of my roommates in college did. And so I played them on that and they were fun. I didn't, you know, get too far in them, you know, cause college, but, um, but they were fun games and I think they, they would do good with a, like a remaster and a re-release today. They look, um, the first one is very similar to like Donkey Kong Country kind of graphics. Um, mm-hmm. So they could clean that up a little bit, you know, give some new <clears throat> models in there and backgrounds and stuff. Pre-rendered um, and uh, models, the, yep. Right, yeah. And then the second one is more along the lines of like Spyro kind of kind of style. It's a it's 3D, it's not 2D anymore. It's, it's a 3D um, uh, open plane kind of a thing. Hmm. So I didn't actually um, even know that about Tomba too. I thought it was the same, but that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So they could do the same thing they did with Spyro and just you know, get, you know, 
clean up the models and and uh, that sort of thing. So I think those would do pretty well. I I enjoyed them. If they if they clean those things up and put them on PC, I'd buy them for sure. Put them on anything. Oh yeah, anything. I mean, you I, could put I just them. Looked on put eBay. Them on, I just <laughs> put them on Switch. I just looked the on Switch. eBay. They're over a hundred dollars each. Yeah, the Switch could handle those happen. easily. I'm sure. Even remakes yeah. of them. If they can do it for so, Kanoa. They can do it for to- on Tombo. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, you put that on on Switch or PC. Yeah, I'm, I'd be all over that. You know what's funny? The um, only time I've ever played Tombo was on a PlayStation demo disc back when PlayStation first came out. I played it on at Walmart. And it was on like a on a PlayStation demo disc or whatever. That's the only time I've ever played it ever in my life. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, the other one I had on here is a game I talked about a little bit ago, Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. Um, <laughs> playing it again, <laughs> I now I know Lord of the Rings specifically isn't really a dead IP because they they keep doing stuff with it, and, that, and that's fine. Yeah. But this game came out back in like two thousand. What was this two thousand three? And they haven't done anything with it since then, so uh, it's not. You can't even buy it, you know, on any online store or anything. So uh, I think they should clean this up and and you know remaster it and re-release it because it's a fun game, and it's just kind of languishing. Even with the dated like, even with the dated character models and things that it has now, it's still fun to play. Um, and they could easily like, it, the transitions might be a little weird because how it uses like actual movie scenes and then transitions into 3d models and then transitions again into like in-game models. Your in-game models might end up looking better than the ones in the cutscenes, but I mean, you know, because graphics were so awesome at that time. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I still think it would be worth it because it's, it's a super fun game. All right. Um, So yeah. Nice. All right, we're going to speed through these next ones just a little bit because we're running a little bit late. So, All right, sequel category. Here we go. I want, and I had to, I had to think about this because I'm cheating a little bit by making this a collection. <laughs> Do you remember Disney Afternoon Collection that came yes. out not that long ago? It's like a bunch of Disney games yep. that were like NES games. I was super excited get, when that came out. Now we need Disney Afternoon Collection 2. Uh, Goof Troops. Mickey Mania, oh, you know, uh, the the Sega Genesis Aladdin, you know, which I think they actually released that one. Yeah, that's, 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 yeah, yeah. that's out. Yeah. But let's at least get Goof Troops and Mickey Mania. And I think there's a couple other like um, there was that Mickey Mouse uh, Genesis game that everyone loves. Curse. Castle, Castle of Illusion, something. I think. There you yeah. go. Castle of Illusion. So, I mean, there's three right there. Goof Troops especially is what actually inspired this because I love Goof Troops and I think more people need to play it. Which is funny because Castle Illusion got a remake, I think. It did get a remake, but I mean, I still think that original is a little bit more fun to Mm. play, but (laughs) that's just me. Um, And the uh, the last one I think that really needs a sequel, and um, I I talked about this last on the recording episode too, was Banjo-Kazooie. I mean, I think it needs remakes maybe first, but Banjo 3, man, come on. Microsoft. Let's go. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> they're, they're, like nuts and bolts? <laughs> they're, they're busy. Um, Not nuts and bolts. Make a plot. They're, they're busy selling, <laughs> selling the low Cs, the legit Cs. <laughs> <laughs> they're not selling any Cs. They're in the Sea of Thieves. That's, the, all, that's yeah. all Rare's doing. It's, it's super lucrative. It doesn't even have to be Rare. Just get the people that made... Um, just get the people that made uh, ukulele to make it or something. I don't mm. care. Just get it done. <laughs> get it done. <laughs> get it done. Get it done, Dwight. What you got? <laughs> so I got uh, Rival Schools. Uh, we're overdue for a sequel from that. 
Capcom has a ton of fighting games from that era that rival rival colleges at this point which were awesome and then they kind of just like dropped them all and now they only focus on street fighter but they had a ton of ip from that from that that's like dead uh fighting games but rival schools basically it was uh a high school based fighting game where you had teams of three and they were all in clubs like high school clubs if you ever watched a japanese japanese anime in the past 20 years you know what i'm talking about um until they have like sports clubs, like science clubs or whatever, they're all club yep, themed. So it's you. you know it's really yep. cool, and it had like a visual novel side of it where you're actually going through the school year. That part was cut out of the U.S. version, um, but I definitely think they need to make like a sequel or whatever, um, bring that back. Um, so yeah, CVS, Capcom vs. SNK sells itself. Let's just do it. I mean, they they both they're good now. They're they're both doing well. CVS. They don't have to worry about Marvel. Yeah, let's not call That's it why CVS. I'm not asking for another um, CVS Marvel versus, versus Capcom yeah. because versus Walgreens. Yeah. <laughs> Marvel versus Capcom. I mean, Marvel's gonna Marvel. Disney's all on that, so I'm not even gonna. I don't even care about that anymore. Uh, give me a Capcom versus SNK three. Let's do it. Um, mm, right. Darkstalkers. That's long overdue. Everybody that is, deals with fighting games at all has been begging for them to make a new Darkstalkers. Um, Capcom doesn't want to do it because the only fighting game they care about right now is Street Fighter. Uh, so uh, hopefully they do that at some point. Um, Lost Odyssey. I would love for them to make another Lost Odyssey. This was an amazing game. And it was Xbox exclusive. Like, <laughs> why is there not a second one? <laughs> what the hell are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, they absolutely need to make a, a second game. Um, I don't even know what else to say about that. It's just, there's yeah, literally no reason it. for them to not make a second one. <laughs> but, yeah. Do it. All right, Duffer. All right. Um, so, I've got two here as well. Uh, first one is uh, Loom, which I've talked about before, so this should be no You're surprise. Right. Uh, we will be talking about it next week, too. <laughs> yeah. So, Loom is a great game, underrated. And it ne- definitely needs uh, a sequel or two, which it definitely does. You know, there were there were a couple sequels that had like ideas when it came out, but unfortunately, there was not. Uh, Brian Moriarty was busy with other stuff, and no one else felt strongly enough about them to want to make them. That's actually a, that's actually a a, a a paraphrase of a quote from him. So <clears throat> no one else wanted to wanted to work on them, and he was too busy. So. They unfortunately got dropped by the wayside. So I would love to see those and see Loom get a proper story conclusion. And uh, the other one is Freelancer, which is a it's it's kind of like a space. Um, you know what? It, it, thinking about it more, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like a budget Mass Effect in space. If you really think about it. Um, Mass Effect's already in space. Well, and, and I knew you were going to say that too. Mass wow. Effect is in space, <laughs> wow. but. All of the action in Mass Effect takes place on the so ground, true. or or you know, yeah. There's no there's somewhere. no like space battles or anything, yeah. Right, and all the action in Freelancer takes place in space. So, you know, uh, but Freelancer is uh, it's, it's kind of like a flight sim, but you're essentially flying around, shooting, uh, you know, taking on odd jobs, making money, and then following a plot through. Um, it's a super fun game if you ever get a chance to try it out. Um, I don't even. I don't think it's been re-released anywhere, though. Is is the thing. So it also so. needs to be re-released. But hmm. I think it would be. It would look great if they remastered it. You know, cleaned up the models and the the cutscenes a little bit, and uh, even made a, make a sequel out of it. So and uh, it has a Mass Effect uh, voice actress in it. So there's that. 
Does it? Oh, yeah, we talked about that. Jennifer yeah. Hale. Jennifer is, Hale is yep. uh, in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. She's everywhere. I mean, there's there's a good chance if you pick a game, she's in it. Most likely. Yeah. <laughs> in <laughs> fact, that... her or Nolan North or Troy Baker is going to be yeah, in it. One of most likely. One if it has voice fuckers. acting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're in there. Yeah. Uh, all right. So the last category I got here is just I just put it under other. So like, um, and the the reason I say it is like maybe it doesn't fall into the, one of those other categories. So I just have it as other. Uh, I have. I need a Trails of Cold Steel slash Trails of the Sky, which I know there is partially. Mm. Um, so don't don't come at me with, no, <laughs> oh, there's a thing. <laughs> uh, I need an anime based off of these. Mm-hmm. Like there's this one, there's like one anime based off of one of them. I think it's Trails of the Sky or mm-hmm. whatever. But it's like I need a consistent anime that goes ac- along all of them because these are long ass games. Mm-hmm. With a very convoluted ass story, <laughs> and I'm so lost, and I'm not playing sixty hour games to, like to get caught up. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and they do have they do have like you know uh, pre- previously on, but there's so many characters, and this so convoluted and political intrigue and this that and the other, and it's just like okay, hold on, like can I just watch a, a bridge version of this <laughs> and, like get caught back up? Because I'm trying to play Trails of Cold Steel three like even still like now, and I'm like I don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Like I beat one and two. I don't know what the hell's going on. Like, I, I know I know who I'm playing as, and the general premises. But like they were like, go talk to so and so. I'm like, who the hell is that? Like I know his name, <laughs> but I don't I don't know who I'm looking for. So wouldn't it be that. nice if there was a map that showed you all these things? There is a map, but it doesn't tell you where people are. Ah, um, see, see. Yep. Um, and the la- the last thing I just say, bring back in the other category. Uh, let's get some more mini consoles. What happened to those? Like those were a thing for a while. Uh, Can I get my Dreamcast Mini already, please? Uh, <laughs> this is my thing, Dwight. Not your thing. <laughs> I say mini consoles need to come back. I liked them. Yeah, the the emulation accuracy police are fine <laughs> with those dying. <laughs> but yeah. Just do them. Just do them like Nintendo, and it'd be all right. Just don't don't seg it or don't Sony it. <laughs> or don't Sony it for sure. But yeah, <laughs> do, let's put it this way: don't at games. <laughs> yeah. Anybody got anything for the other category? I know I just kind of threw that in there for you guys at the last second. So it's actually a uh, pretty good category. I think what I would love to see is a Yakuza anime. Um, because I'm not going to play through all I thought of, 10, I thought about 15 that of those games, but I would love, I would absolutely love to see but the story. But it's definitely not a dead IP, that's why I, and neither is Trails, but yeah, I mean, I think that would be a great anime. Yeah, to well, yeah, yeah, it's, it, de- so. it's definitely not dead now. But I think yeah. if we're talking about anime adaptations of like games, I think that that would, that would be yeah. awesome. And especially if they they don't do the Shenmue route for that and actually have like a very reputable like uh production studio do it so it looks good <laughs> and hey that shinmei anime is all right it's not amazing but it's not bad. right well I'm, I'm talking about they pull out all the stops they do like a you know uh at least yeah ufo table or something like that mappa one of those guys you know one of those production studios do this one anime. of those guys would be great you know but yeah yeah all right um i'm gonna read off some things from twitter you, you, you didn't ask me <laughs> i actually well, did. I asked if anybody had any other things I wouldn't, I'm gonna, yeah but then you didn't anybody give me a chance both of you. to say anything <laughs> go on you have the I, floor i did sir. i did actually think of something while we were talking if we're talking about ad- adapting dead ips to make anime out of them mm. animorphs 
We've talked about this before. Hmm. Take the Animorph series, which hasn't done anything since the last book came out, which I don't know exactly when that was, but it fits in the 15-year span. Mm. Um, make an anime out of it. I'd love to see something go. like that. Um, I mean, I, I would I personally would like prefer, again. like, a live-action thing, but that's going to be super tough with how much you'd have to, like, how quickly you'd have to yeah. film it. So an anime would work, would would definitely uh, yeah. help the production I think that fall, would work better, uh, you know, yeah. for that. And I think it would be super cool. Again, you get the right people on it, get a, a good production studio on it, and you can make something really, really special out of that storyline. Yeah. And, and don't screw uh, with it. Series. Don't <laughs> screw with it. Just do the storyline as it is. Don't mess around <laughs> with it. it. Just do it. <laughs> uh, just, yeah. It's still something I need to get into, but uh, I'll get to that. All right, so now I have uh, – I, I put a poll out on Twitter. Not really a poll. Just kind of like, hey, what do you think needs to come back? Um I also asked some friends, so the friends thing, I'm just going to run them down real quick because I don't remember who said what, so sorry, guys. <laughs> I got I got Midnight Club, I got SOCOM, Sleeping Dogs, and Ultimate Spider-Man from Friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree with at least Sleeping Dogs for sure. Mm-hmm. I love Sleeping Dogs, good stuff. Here are some of the things I got from Twitter, though, along the way here. So I posted The Skies of Arcadia is kind of what I wanted. Um, and I, I'm going to butcher you guys' names. Sorry, <laughs> you know. These people's Twitter's handles, I'm just like, oh, all right. Uh, X Ginny X Check X <laughs> says Mega Man Legends three, please. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Capcom. Or a new autumn model list would. Oh be my god, too. that is a great <laughs> pick, <laughs> and I'm mad that yeah, I didn't I think of it. <laughs> agree. Uh, they they also went went on later to say Under the Skin would be a pretty choice as well. Mm-hmm. Under the Skin is fantastic. I think that, especially with Resident Evil being in the like conversation right mm. now, mm. dude, put that out on Switch or like digital. It's no brainer. Friend of the show, Joey sixty four. He gave me a couple. He said he wants the blob. The blob, D-E, you know? Remember? Yeah, that Wii D-E game. Blob. Okay. He said, "Well, they got it. They re released it on Xbox uh, One and PS four, but he said he wants a sequel, mm. and I agree. I love those games so." They made a sequel to he that. Also didn't they also mentioned. Uh, they happened? made a sequel to that, didn't they? Well, it's one and two, but he wants. He wants, he wants oh, another gotcha, one. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, he wants another one. So he also mentioned Tack and the Power. Oh Rangers. my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh god! <laughs> Which is probably the most Joey sixty four thing. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yep. Uh, Dark Wing J, I think, or I. Mm. I can't really read my own thing. He gave me a list. Mm. He says Gex, Croc, Moto, or Jet Moto, Twisted Metal, Jumping Flash, Parasite Eve, Dino Crisis, NBA Jam, Parasite or Eve. NFL Blitz. Yes, that's a very... Yep. I would want a remaster for a Parasite Eve as opposed to a remake or a sequel. Because yeah. Square Enix yeah. doesn't know what the fuck to do with that IP to make a sequel. No, Anoko Mouse thirty seven says Eternal Champions was a great fighting game. Oh yeah, concept. it was. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Um, so uh, Sonic Echoes gives me Dragon Force on Sega Saturn. Nice. I don't. I don't remember exactly what that Very is. Nice. Um, Marlin Ext Evolution One and Two Remaster, which there was that one on GameCube, which was just the two games. Mm. Uh, Sega Dreamcast <laughs> game. Uh, who is this? Marlon Ext also sends me one called Time Stalkers on Dreamcast, which oh. I have never played. 
Yeah, I've heard, I've heard of that. Too. that. So, no, and Dragon Dragon Force was like a it was like a RPG where you had entire armies fighting each other. And the the big thing about it was that all the sprites were on screen, like all fighting each other. So you'd have like the That's two sides. Very impressive. Yeah, it was super <laughs> impressive. Time. Yeah. Uh, the Offender blog, Wild Arms, which is yeah, I think a lot of people been right. asking yeah. about that. So Matt, the last Guitaro man. Hmm. Guitaro Man 2 is a crime music against game, humanity. Music games in general, and probably. The <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the art the art from Guitaro Man is such, like, it's incredible. Yeah, yeah it's pretty so, sweet, yeah. Um, oh, my God, I'm not going to be. Caleb Fenwar. I hope I didn't screw that up too much. Breath of Fire, Wild Arms. Okay, well, I mean, Breath of Fire, I know a lot yeah. of people really yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is that all I got? Uh, bu- 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 and Hermit Drabs is Legend of Lagaya. Yeah. Which also I agree. Didn't we get one of those on PS2 that was like not that well received, or am I thinking of something different? Uh, I don't. I think there was a PS2 it's... version. Oh, you know it what? Was like I'm thinking two. of Legend of Dragoon. <laughs> mm. Nah, um, I'm about to look at my games list real mm. quick. But yeah, so thank you everybody for anyone that chipped into that list. I definitely appreciate it. Some of that stuff I was like, oh yeah, I completely yep, forgot about exactly. that. Exactly. Yes. Ah. But that's why I put it out there. So thanks everybody for for chipping into that. Yeah. So audience participation participation is great. Audience participation is ah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, it actually happens. I can't believe it. So. Yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> Dwight actually was surprised by something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, we're gonna go ahead and uh, move on to our game and anime recommendation this week. Duffer, did you end up picking an anime? I did end up picking an anime. Do you want to go first, or you want me to go first? Um, you can go ahead and go first. Okay, so the game I picked for this week that I think everyone should play, well, maybe not everybody, it's not for everybody, I'm not going to try and pretend it's like for everybody, it's called 428 Shibuya Scramble, if you've heard me talk before on No Podcast, my previous podcast, or even on this one I think I've talked about it before, it is a fantastic, amazing game, it's on PC and PS4 and you in English, if you want to learn Japanese, I guess you could play it on Wii or PSP, you'd have to learn real quick, because it's all text. <laughs> It's like some video, some video of what's happening. It's like a short video, and then it's a book. I mean, it's a book. It's a it's a choose-your-own-adventure book. The best thing about it, though, is you make the choices of what's going to happen, and they could just completely go sideways very quickly. <clears throat> and that's the absolute best thing about it. Like, there's one of them, and I'll, I'll just give you an example. There's one, uh, uh, one ending. I think there's like 80-something endings in this game. Oh, wow. There's one ending where everyone just gives up and like <laughs> they they become professional eaters or something <laughs> like like that, and it's just like well all right then <laughs> like, like it's it's so random how things happen. You're playing five different character stories and you have to like interconnect them. Um, it's a lot of reading though, I will say. So you know, <laughs> it's make the time to play it. Give yourself the same amount of time to play this as you would give yourself to to read a book. I'll put it that way. So, okay. But everyone I've ever recommended this to that's actually played it, a uh, friend of the show, uh, Joel Truss, which is uh, I would give you his Twitch handle, but I don't remember it. He played through it on Twitch, and he was like, "Man, the game is amazing." I was like, "I told you." <laughs> so <laughs> I told you. But that's my game recommendation for this week. So, is there an ending it uh, in it where you shoot the kid in the head? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't believe so. There is an anime based off of it, which I almost recommended for anime. Ah, there uh, you go. The anime is called uh, Kanan, but 
Uh, we'll talk. About oh wait, Kanan another time. What? Kanan. Really? What? That's based, based off, off of Four Twenty Eight Shibuya Scramble. It totally is. I love that anime. Holy, wait a second. Well, there you I go. Hold on. With two two A's. I, what? I think I just blew Duffer's with mind. The, the one with the, with the girls and the red string and the. Uh, yeah. With uh. Anyway, what <laughs> you did? You just blew Hold my on. mind. Hold on. Because I've seen that anime. Hold on. What? No, I thought that was based off of some. Can, um. What is your What is your anime recommendation? If I, it's Kanan, I'm gonna. No, it's not. But that would have been insane. Holy! That would have been a hell of a coincidence. It is based. It's yeah, because Kanan is based off of um. It's like a. It's a world. Yeah, the girl in the red with the blonde yeah. hair. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's four two eight Shibuya Scramble all day. What? <laughs> Oh my god. I, Two I love, years I love after the events of 428 right Scramble. It's, it's amazing. Are you serious? It says that. What? That's crazy because I did not. I, I played a little bit of 428 Shibuya Scramble and I, I don't think. I didn't think it had anything to do with that. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Sorry. I just. You... Very. <laughs> I blew everybody. Yeah. I mean, it's it's, oh it's crazy. It's like. That was, that was so, Oh, no that idea. Family Guy game? You know. Oh, that. You know. That slots into Resident <laughs> Evil. Like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> okay, so my anime recommendation is Kaguya-sama: Love Is War. Uh, this is a, something an anime that uh, Dwight actually recommended to me a while back, and I watched it and I love it. Um, so it's basically about uh, two uh, two kids in this ultra like rich like prep Preppy, school kind yeah. of a place, um, and I, I don't know exactly how they get to this this idea but like there's this idea that um the two the two of them like like each other mm. like they have they actually have feelings for each other mm. but neither of them will confess because they feel like if the, whoever confesses is like on the losing side of the relationship yep. and now is like subject to the other person's whims or you know whatever they have to so, one up each other <laughs> right they have to, so yeah so so the the premise of the series is each of them trying to get the other person to confess first and they come up with all these like weird crazy schemes on how to do it and it's not just them either there's there's a couple of other couples that start forming during the series and and um so you get to see like how their relationships progress and stuff too all i mean it, it's all the characters are great like it, it's a very character driven story and just just everyone is 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 a, is good in in this one. I, um, I second this. Right I love the way the character. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's it's hilarious. It's heartwarming. I mean, when, once you get to the end of it, you you feel really good about the time you spent you spent with it. So, um, I definitely recommend this. And, I, and yeah, I know Dwight would would as well. So, what, what is it called again? I missed it at the beginning. Kaguya Sama, Love is War. Love is uh, war. And it has some of the best opening. Uh, best opening uh songs and I was, sequences i was I've about seen. to say i was about to say so mm -hmm. my wife does not watch a lot of anime she could care less about watching anime or anything like that she loves the music in this show constantly yeah. listens to she could, she the the music from it it's the guy who sings it is basically like a japanese r&b singer and he's been singing for mm. like fucking decades or whatever and um yeah it's it's for each one of the seasons because there's three of them he has a different like co-singer with him 
and you know she loves she loves those those songs loves them i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to look it up just for just for the songs yeah no, they're great yeah. and i love y'all are speaking so highly <laughs> i love the first opening I, I think the third one is probably my favorite but mm. i like the first opening specifically because I, it's like I, so it it's it's design it's um it's kind of designed like a giant James Bond, like a James Bond kind intro. of opening thing. Yeah, I love yeah. the first which one. Which one am I playing at the end of this episode right now? What? Which one am I playing at the end of the episode? Uh, just pick a number. Uh, play the third one. Like <laughs> okay. I'll play. Uh, do, the one. Do, the do the first one. Do the first one. Do the first one. I love the second. I love the first one. You guys my wife loves the impossible. second one. So All right. likes the third one. There we go. <laughs> yep, I'm doing the second one. Despite you guys. All right. <laughs> just to be contrary. That is, going, that is going to be it for uh, this week. Uh, next week we're gonna have uh, earlier in the season. If you've been listening, if not, then well, tough cookies. Uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> we we each picked games for the other to play. So Dwight picked Dwight and and Duffer picked two for me to mm. play. And, you know, vice versa. So we're finally going to be discussing the time we spent with those games um, and what we think about them. These are kind of uh, stuff we probably wouldn't have normally played ourselves, but we wanted the other person to play. Mm-hmm. So that'll be next week. Um, in the meantime, you can find the show on Twitter at Game Room Pod. I myself am Mick Mac IRL on Twitter. I stream on Mondays and Fridays on Twitch at Michael underscore McLeod. Jonathan, where can people find you? Um, Enchantermon on all the places uh, on Twitch. I stream mm-hmm. on Mondays, uh, Wednesday, or Mondays, Thursdays, and Friday. Mondays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, starting at six, um, around six six thirty. Um, and Twitter.com/slash Enchantermon is where you can see all my stream announcements. Uh, but I'm also other places, Steam, uh, you know, uh, Xbox, uh, the, all that type of stuff. Oh, really? You're on Xbox? Right? Well, I, I mean, I get Game Pass, so. I'm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. <laughs> I don't have an Xbox, oh, but oh, I have I'll an add, account. <laughs> I'll, I'll add you on there. Halfway there. And uh, Dw- Dwight, where can people find you? Uh, Dmoney8719 on all the game things. Uh, my sk- streaming schedule is not <laughs> as consistent <laughs> as these guys. It is, is not. That's just stop but, right there. Uh, it is not. <laughs> but uh, I, I like to, to jump on... Um, any kind of betas, and, and, and you know, I really I should have streamed Exo Primal and Diablo, Diablo Four. But yes, mm-hmm. I'll try to yeah. be more consistent with those uh, in the future. <laughs> yes, your consideration is. A <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but until then, goodbye. Sing,